Wizard Harry. Ah! Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die! We know each other. He's a friend from work. Why? You can fight. Hello and welcome to the When Harry Met Movies podcast. I'm Mark, as always, and this is my son, Harry. How are you today? Good. Now, today our films that we're reviewing are Hook. And um, this is Doubtfire. Yes, I am. So we're going to start with Hook. Surely everyone's seen Hook, but if you haven't, this is essentially the story of what would happen if Peter Pan grows up. Um, so Peter Pan falls in love with eventually Wendy's granddaughter, uh, stays on earth or in England, grows up, uh, becomes a banker, has two children of his own, uh, goes back to Wendy's house because she's adopted him as such. Um, no, she doesn't adopt him, that's a lie. She finds adopted parents for him. Um, and Huck comes and steals his children. So Peter has to go back to Neverland and remember that he was Peter Pan because he's forgotten. Um, the Lost Boys help him, help him do this, along with Tinkerbell, and then he fights Huck and gets his children back and gets kind of eaten by the crocodile but not not. Um, but yeah so that's it so what were your initial thoughts on this Harry? it was a very good film is that it? Just, it's a very good film well there's some there's like a scene basically where all those boys are playing this game where basically they imagine the food but with this scene it's Peter Pan no like Peter Pan yeah he doesn't see the food so what I'm thinking, oh, is this a, is the food actually real, like in the film, or isn't? That's the acting. Basically, in this, what it is is in this scene, yeah, is that the Lost Boys, their favorite game is is to use their imagination. Yeah. Um. So in this scene, there's no food there yeah. until they imagine it. And then they, they say, then can they actually eat it? Yeah. Once so they imagine it, it's there because Neverland is a magical place. Yeah. And the point is that for Peter Pan to imagine, it means he's he's remembering stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a great scene because it ends yeah. up. It goes from basically being no food there to being every food you can imagine from them, yeah. and then they have a massive food fight. I would I would actually like to be in that scene, just having a food fight. Oh. Yeah, and then there's a whole him and Rufio, who's the leader of the Lost Boys, have yeah. a bit of a an argument, and they cut like a name calling. Yeah. Argument. What was one of the names they called each other? Well, he's he's snot calling mountain. him like a like a snot mountain and all yeah. sorts of stuff, but Peter is calling him stuff that's like like you're a fourth grade English teacher and stuff like that. He's calling him things that aren't really necessary names yeah. until the game gets further and further into it. Yeah. And that's that's actually when he, the food appears because what he does is he scoops tends to scoop up food and flick it at Rufio. Uh, yeah. And that's when it they get the food all appears and that's when the food fight properly starts yeah i love the food fight in that there's isn't like a little kid which helps peter yeah yeah Yeah. this is another great this is a really good scene there's a little there's a scene where basically peter doesn't believe he's peter peter pan he just thinks he's peter banning i think it is peter banning yeah um and he he basically wants his kids back from hook and he doesn't think he's peter but he needs the Lost Boys' help. So Rufio basically says, you can't, you know, you, you're nobody, you can't, why would they follow you? And draws a line in the sand with, with his sword yeah. and everybody stands on his side and then 
this little boy goes across, he's still stood on Peter's side. Yeah. And he pulls him down and he, and he pulls his face back so he smiles. Yeah. And then he says, there you are, Peter, because he recognises Peter's yeah. smile. And they, he basically convinces the boys to come back. Yeah. But this is not the sword he does, is it? That's not Peter's old sword. Yeah, whoever's got yeah. the sword is, is in charge of a lost boys, is the idea. Oh, um, and obviously... At the moment, Rufio is he's in charge because he's yeah. the cool guy, isn't he? Yeah, I don't like him that much. Well, no, you don't. I well, no, I think you I, don't to start you, with. You, yeah, but then you slowly do. Yeah, because it's actually a clip that we use in our intro, which is where um, basically Captain Hook is convincing um, Peter's older son Jack that, and basically, he's making. He's making Jack forget about home because that's what happens in Neverland. Yeah. And um, Peter watches as um, Hook basically gets him to play baseball and stuff, and Jack's on to forget home. And Peter then wants to, he's determined to try and fly because if he can fly, he knows he can, he'll start to remember. And he finds the old, like, hidden base that the, the Lost Boys used to have. And in there, he remembers growing up. He, he remembers himself as a baby when he decided he didn't want to grow up and then Tinkerbell brought him to Neverland. Yeah. And he then remembers his happy thought because the whole point of being able to fly is you need a happy thought. And can you remember what Peter Pan's happy thought is? No, what was it? When it's younger, when he's younger, you don't know what it is, but when it's older, it's because he's a he, he's a daddy. Mm. He wants to be a dad. Um, it's like it's like how in Harry Potter when you have to expect is it like spell your armor's charm or something? You have to have a happy thought. Yeah, yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, it's actually. like that. I've just remember. Yeah, you both have to. Have, you have to use a, a yeah. happy memory, don't you? Yeah. A strong memory. And obviously, him being a dad is when he. And then there's a bit where he, all the lost boys turn up and he's flying around everywhere, and he yeah. lands and Rufio walks up to him and says, "You can fly, you can fight, and you can." And they both crow. And that's when he gives oh, and he gives him his sword back, so that Peter Pan's in charge again. Yeah, I must say this is like such a fun film. Yeah, like from the start to finish, I think the idea that Wendy's grown up, and what's quite funny is the woman who plays Wendy, yeah, Maggie Smith, yeah, in it they've made it older. She was like in the film she's meant to be like in the nineties, but, but actually she's only like about fifty four, so she's a lot younger. She's like forty years younger. And what's funny is Maggie Smith now is quite famous being in the Harry Potter films because she plays McGonagall. Professor McGonagall. That, that, and she looks like she does in Hook because yeah. they've aged her that well. But yeah. They've actually aged her how she ends up looking. So really, she was only like sort of 10 years older than Robin Williams, who plays yeah. Peter Pan. Yeah. Um, on that, this film doesn't work without Robin Williams as Peter Pan. No, nah, it doesn't. Um, him being Peter Pan is... What makes us film. Yeah, because he's... He's got that element of being a child still, uh, which is he does in a lot of his foot films. I feel. What um, other films have he been in? Loads. He's in Mrs. Doubtfire. He's in the original Jumanji. He's in. Is, it, is that not what you've been in? No. Harry's pointing to a picture that I've got on my wall that I got done by an artist called Grant Perkins, um, and it's a picture of all of the characters that Robin Williams has played. Well, not all of them, but a group of them. But yeah, he's, he's been in loads. Oh, he's been in um, Night at the Museum, which is one of my favourite films. Yeah. So we might review that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe. Maybe. Um, another big thing in this is that, I know you say you don't like Rufio, but Rufio dies. Rufio? Hook kills him, remember? 
basically oh. there's a big fight and Peter Pan turns up and says to Huck that he wants his kids back. Yeah. And as he's and then he's fighting all the pirates and then he shouts bangarang which is the war cry of the lost yeah. boys oh. and they all turn up and there's loads of them do they have like egg launchers they have like what do they have like... they have something that shoots like eggs at people they have yeah. something that shoots like gumballs at people yeah. something that sprays like this horrible colored juice at people i think yeah and during that fight it's so good that scene. rufio starts fighting hook yeah and hook kills him which is quite sad because obviously like you say at the beginning of the film you don't like Rufio but like he's I but, don't like despise him I think you're not supposed to like him, like him but then same like what other character in film like what other films are there, like where characters you don't not supposed to like them but you slowly do there's loads of films like that yeah. I'm trying to think of one but there is films I think we've watched some um, yeah I'm trying to think now but yeah but I think it's quite good how you actually end up Liking Rufio to the point where he dies, yeah. he's actually quite emotional when he dies. Yeah. Uh, the, the actor who plays him, apparently yeah. he was cast because yeah. um, Steven Spielberg's the director and he was cast because he was the only kid that went in and scared Steven Spielberg and he felt that Rufio needed to be somebody that was that you see could lead with the Lost Boys and therefore he had to be yeah. quite a scary kid. And he's always just got like a big mohawk. He's quite yeah, he's like quite cool looking. Cool. Kind of interesting when he would would have because obviously the Lost Boys kind of all wear the clothes that they were brought to Neverland in. Yeah. And he kind of is dressed a bit like a punk, which would have been like the seventies, eighties. Yeah. So how old would he be if he was and, like and, that? And bear in mind, this film came out in ninety one. Well, wow. he wouldn't have been a Lost Boy, I don't think, at that point. No. Because he, but he obviously knows Peter, so he must have been there because Peter gave him the sword yeah. as the idea. Um, you might be looking too much into this, but yeah, yeah, maybe we are. Yeah, probably. Um, the the film itself, what I found out was yeah. the reason it got made is because the guy who wrote it, yeah, his son basically drew a picture of um Captain Hook, I think being eaten by the crocodiles and like that, <laughs> and um. Then he and he asked his dad, "Did Peter Pan ever grow up?" Aww. So his dad then thought, "Actually, that's quite a good story." Yeah. Ask the kids from film ideas. Yeah. So oh, which leads no. us into fact or fiction, Harry. Oh no! Like this film. So, fact or fiction is our little competition where we decide <laughs> whether. If, if I state three facts to Harry and he has to guess which ones oh, is fiction. So it's going to be about Hook. Right, okay. so I touched on the director of his film, Steven Spielberg. He's directed loads of films, Jurassic Park, Jaws, E.T., oh, um, to name just a few that we'll probably end up covering. Except Jaws. Um, it's a bit scary. Yeah, but maybe when you're a bit older. Yeah. Like, Out of all of his films, Spiel yeah. Steven Spielberg doesn't actually like Hook. He was disappointed with it. So mm. that's the first fact. Mm. Now, in the film, yeah. Hook is played... Oh, I can't think of the actor's name now. Dustin Hoffman yeah. plays Hook. Um, originally, David Bowie, who plays the Goblin King in the labyrinth, <sighs> he was asked... He was going to play Hook. And then the third fact is that... No, at the very end, yeah. when Peter's got the sword yeah. and he gives it to one of the Lost Boys yeah. and he gives it to the, the big guy, Fudfoot yeah. his name is, I think, Fudfoot. who is the guy that can roll down the stairs. Yeah. 
he wasn't going to get given it originally the little lad that made him smile yeah. he was given the sword mm. so which one do you think it's but the director didn't like the film i think the first one david bowie first one was, was going to play hook yeah. and that a different boy was going to become the leader of the last boys i think the first one because like first one so you think that yeah. the director did like the film yeah no he didn't what? so this is the first one that harry's got wrong so wait so which one's a lie right so the lie is that Fudbutt was always going to be the guy but what is quite good yeah is that not when all the lost boys are lined up and peter pan walks yeah. on with the sword the actors that played the lost boys yeah. didn't know who was going to get the sword the only person that knew was Robin Williams and the director, Steven Spielberg. Oh. And what they did was they... Um, so when we, when he gives the sword to Fudbutt, yeah. that's his actual reaction to getting the sword. I would have just ran away from he was, The smile was him actually realising he was going to be made the leader. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was quite a nice little fact. Oh, the Goblin King made such a good... Oh, made such a good hook. But the guy who plays him is brilliant. Yeah, I know. Like, I can just imagine him as a goblin Because I, I like the whole idea of this, but yeah. Hook says to Robin, well, to Peter Pan, he says, you know, you can't, um, there's no Hook, there's no Peter Pan without Hook. Yeah. I think that's quite clever. I thought that there is a scene which we haven't mentioned in this, yeah. which I think is very, very well Why done. Why hate the film? He, he just didn't think it was as good as he wanted it to be. Because bear in mind that all those sets, the pirate ship and the Lost Boys, they built those sets. They were massive sets, and lo apparently loads of famous people came to visit the set just to see the sets because they were incredible. Yeah, like. Um, and I think he thought it was going to be better. Originally, it was going to be a musical as well, but when they oh, changed that it, that would have been such a. Little... But it's a bit where the little girl sings a song in it. Yeah. But other than that, there's not. But apparently, all there was originally songs written for it. Oh, like they released them. Um, like, like, well, no, I don't think anyone who recorded them. No, like, um, we didn't get a black class. But yeah, there's a scene which I think is quite good in it, which is that before it even goes to Neverland, yeah. when they go to, Wendy's getting like a special mention, like a, she gets a wing at a hospital, I think it is. Yeah. And she's in a room yeah. and it's full of all the people that she's helped find. Yeah. And the idea is that all of them are lost boys. Yeah. That she's brought back from Neverland and they've all... Now, it sounds like a, it's quite a sense... Because basically, Peter stand, does a speech. He says, oh, if you could all stand, it would be to show our appreciation. And they all stand up and, like, clap and give blow her kisses. And it's quite an emotional thing. But then, what's quite interesting is it, the idea, I think, spins from the fact that the writer of Peter Pan, yeah. a guy called J.M. Barry, it was actually a play originally, but he... All the, all the proceeds from it yeah. go to Great Ormond Street Hospital so that any money ever made of Peter Pan yeah. but he, his family would get because he hasn't got a family I think is the idea he's yeah. they, they make the money now I know in America it's a bit there's a bit of a different thing with copywriting yeah. so they can use the character a bit more freely yeah but basically if anyone in England made it um Anyone in England that does everything with Peter Pan, the money goes to create a woman's street. Yeah. Do you, do you think all those lost ones that she bought, do you think they're the originals from the first film? From the Disney yeah. film? Yeah, possibly. Um, possibility. I think, that, well, they're all meant to be original lost boys in some yeah. form. But that leads us now 
you're on to you're, the rating. You're rating it first. So apparently I'm rating this one first. Yeah. I, I'm quite adamant what I know about this scores. For me, this is a 4.5 film. I think oh. Spielberg is wrong. I think this is one of his better films. I think it holds up well. I've got I've got to go for a 4.55. I'm going a bit higher than you. Um, I just think this is one of those films. What's a four point? That's a five out of ten part of film. I forgot that. This is one of those films that is Best. holds up well. It's yeah. a great kids' film. Yeah. I think it, it, it doesn't really age. And like I said, I do think it's helped by Robin Williams, which leads us into our next film. Mrs. Doubtfire. Which is Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, now, for those of you who haven't seen this, if you haven't, why? What are you doing with your life? This came out a couple of years like after Hook. And um, basically, the why? plot is that a family, my mum and dad, have got divorced, or get or are getting divorced. I've got three kids, and basically, the, the dad has to find a job to so he can see his kids. Turns out his wife is going to hire a nanny, so his brother, who happens to be a makeup okay. artist, okay. basically makes him up as an old woman so that he can become a nanny. Yeah, that's and he, basically he becomes a nanny. His ex gets a new boyfriend. Oh, um, at one point, he's he's then there's a scene where he's he works at a film studio, just like in the warehouse, and he goes onto one of the sets and starts playing with dinosaurs. And one of the big honchos of the film studio sees him and basically says invites him for tea to talk about ideas for a kids show it's the same restaurant where he's also been invited for a meal with his, his ex-wife her boyfriend and the kids by this point the two older kids have real have worked out that it's their dad no i think it's a matilda i don't know if that's her name it's a little girl she, no she doesn't know she's yeah. the only one that doesn't know oh. about the kids because they, they don't think she'll keep the secret oh yeah because she might yeah, the actor which plays a lot because plays Matilda. Yeah, in a different I actually, film. Yeah, I actually don't know her name. I so can't remember her name. I'm probably just going to refer to Matilda because I don't know. Um, so then we, they basically, he's, he's, he's going between the two things where he pretended to be a woman, he's not pretending to be, and then he messes yeah. up and the studio guy sees him dressed as a woman he says, oh, this is my idea. And during this, he's spiked the new boyfriend's meal and he ends up choking on something, so they shout Mrs. Doubtfire, he runs over and does the hang movement yeah. to, to stop him choking. But as he's doing that, all of the sky starts falling off and they discover that he's yeah. their dad. Yeah. And then the very end of the film finishes where initially the court so that he can't see his kids. Yeah. But it has to be in like a like an hour a week or whatever. That's not long. No, it's not. And then his ex-wife realises that because he's now got a TV show, as Mr. Doubtfire realises that he needs to be around him and stuff. Yeah. So he actually gets to spend time with his kids to see the yeah. idea by the end of it. Um, what were your think, thoughts on this one? I loved it. Like, if it came on, I would watch it. That's fair enough. Um, I think it's one of the better films yeah there's never been a there's been talk of a sequel um mm. but that's been stopped because unfortunately rob williams died and to be fair they decided that that's the right way there is talk about doing it as a musical which is fair enough they've done a lot of, a lot oh, of stuff I would love um, it. the nanny singing <laughs> there's just i think there's just loads of really good scenes in this like near the very beginning there's a scene yeah. where he's 
it's, not, it's like a, it's the woman that basically gets assigned to him for the course to make sure he's doing his job, getting a job. She asks him what he does for a living and he says he does voices. Yeah. And she says, what do you mean you do voices? And he just goes off and does all these cartoon voices and yeah. does all these things. Uh-huh. Because that's what he does now. Quite yeah. same in Hook and in this. Yeah. The thing with Robin Williams is he's very, very famous for ad-libbing. So he just makes it all of his lines yeah. on the spot. Um, and apparently because he was he did it so often for Mrs. Doubtfire, the director would have extra cameras so that he could catch it, catch people's reactions so that he could keep the material in so it was real. Oh. So, for instance, there's a bit where the woman comes around to his flat and he's yeah. pretending to be both. Oh, I can't remember. Mrs. What Doubtfire. Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire, but I can't remember what his actual character is called. Isn't it? But, uh, no. but he's, trying to, he's pretending to be both. Yeah. And there's a bit where she comes into the kitchen and he's meant to be Mrs. Doubtfire, but he hasn't, yeah. but he's dropped his mask out the window. out of the window. So he's got cream in his face. So yeah, so he dips his face into a cake. Now during that scene when he's talking to her, a bit of the cream falls off into yeah. the cup. That was completely not meant to happen. Really? And he just ad-libbed it. Um and ca- yeah, so there's a lot of things where they purposely kept little scenes in like that, so that, because yeah. he was so good at it. Yeah. I liked how he, I like the bit where they dress him up. Yeah. And he goes into various different disguises and yeah. to try and see which one works. Yeah. What he did do yeah. is apparently he went out in public dressed like that to see if anybody would recognise him. Because Robin Williams at this point was very, very famous. Like did, did I recognise him. No. He, he even did it in front of his son, and his son didn't recognise him. Great son there, great son, but wouldn't recognise their father. <laughs> Apparently the makeup took four and a half hours to put on him. Oh, can you imagine sitting that long? I know. That would be my death. I think there's a lot of like really good scenes in it, but I think one of the best is definitely when he's having the two meals and he's running between them and he's yeah. And then when he's he's pulling him and his uh, his wig's falling off and his face is falling off and yeah. you can see who it actually is. I don't think this film works without him. No, I I would probably not have liked it as much. They like someone else played it. Yeah, I don't I don't know who you could get in to do the role like he no. does it. So I'm happy they've not they're not making a sequel because it'll be someone different. So I do not yeah, like I think that's why he stopped it. Yeah. I wonder if it even got if it like seemed to like film, or was it like stopped before? What do you mean? Like, has any scenes got film for it? Well, no, no, they didn't no. even write it. Um, it can't remember. Someone who wrote some good films, was, oh, Elf, which is a Christmas film we'll probably yeah. cover. Yeah. The guy who wrote Elf was going to do it. And yeah. based from my yeah. perspective, based on, like, what he what he could bring, that writer would bring would probably be about right sort of tone. It would probably have worked. Yeah. Um, but, like, there's no point, though, because, like, you, you can't have... You can't have the film without that after playing the mummy. No, definitely no. not. I think he. This there's a scene in this which is quite, to me, is probably one of the best scenes in the film, um, which I'm just going to play for Harry now, and then yeah, will I will edit the sound into the, this for you to all listen yeah. along. So I'll bring you back after the clip. Your Honor, in the past two months. I've secured a residence. I've refurbished that residence and made it an environment fit for children. 
Those are your words. I'm also holding down a job as a shipping clerk. So I, I believe I met your requirements. I had a schedule. In regards to my behavior, I can only plead insanity. Because ever since my children were born, the moment I looked at them, I was crazy about them. Once I held them, I was hooked. I'm addicted to my children, sir. I love them with all my heart. And the idea of someone telling me I can't be with them, I can't see them every day, it's like someone saying, I, I can't have air. I can't live without air, and I, I can't live without them. Listen, I would do anything. I just wanted to be with them. You know, I need that, sir. We have a history. And I just... They mean everything to me, and they need me as much as I need them. So please, don't take my kids away from me. Thank you. We've watched, just watched the scene. Yeah. Now, the reason I've, sh I've shown you a scene is because to me, this is a scene that... Oh, yeah the video of the theme. We can play the audio into yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so for me, this this scene kind of goes against the rest of the tone of the movie a little bit. In fact, it's not a funny scene. No. It but it makes the film better because the whole point of this is that the reason he does all this crazy stuff. It's see your kids. And to, for yeah. me personally, on a personal note, yeah, this is how I feel about you and Oliver. Wow, shock. Um, but this film means a lot to me because that's how I feel. Yeah, I love this film. Um, it makes me, it makes me think. Well, I if I couldn't see my kids, that's what I would do. Yeah, I'd dress up as a woman. Is basically what I'm telling you. Um, how much it will cost? Probably an awful lot, mate. Like ten thousand pounds. Don't know. Okay. Um. So. Yeah. What are you rating it? Um, it's like weird, my first five out of five. Perfect film. See, I get now, that comment at the end there, it's a perfect film, is there's very few films that I think. Like, like you, not, for instance, you can't, to me, you can't judge, a, you can't say, is this the greatest, is Mrs. Doubtfire the greatest film ever made? No, Probably no. not. Is, does it do what exactly what this film should do? Yes. Is it funny? Yes. Yes. Is it a good story? Yes. Is it rewatchable? Yes. Does it hold up? Yes. But you only watched this recently and this came out in 93, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. So this is now, it's what, seven, this is like almost 20 years old. Yeah, I'm like, there's still some, there's some things which I might, may, might, it's a bit like not great, like it's not noticeable. Well, no, I when you rewatch it a lot of times, you can slowly start telling them. A lot of things happen with films. What do you mean? Like, like when you watch a new film, I oh, you don't see a lot of like little things that you don't really like till you rewatch them. Yeah. And you see those little nitpicks. Yeah. So, so, so I get what you're saying with this yeah. being a five star film, um, because as what it is, which is a, basically a family comedy, and it's also like I've just that scene. It's also got that. I don't think I think without that point of it. Yeah. It isn't. It isn't fun. It, it's just a funny film, but uh, like it would have been very, very easy for them to say yeah. at the end of this that they got back together. Yeah. But they don't get back together. No. 
they're still apart and the whole yeah. point is that they, they live happily, ever happily after. but apart yeah. um so i'm agreeing with you on this i think this Ooh, is a five-star film so, what's I'm reading about so this is our so overall this is a, our first five-star film Ooh. and i would argue against anybody that says it isn't because i think that isn't but isn't a wait it's not long as in like no film is an hour, Harry. Can we just establish it? <laughs> all films are about 90 minutes, at least. The... Some are about two. Some, all films are at least an hour and a half. Some are like two and a half and or more. But this is a... What I mean is there's nothing in this that feels like it's in it for this, just, just for laughs. No. It always, there's always a reason behind yeah. every scene. Um, and I think this is one of those films that then... Something... I, kind of want to stem off this it's a little touch on it is both these films have got a common thing in which is robin williams yeah now personally yes. robin williams is the best for me he probably is one of the best actors ever yeah um i would watch a film just because he's in it yeah hence why i've got the artwork with all the films yeah um in between these two films, he also did like he also played Virginia in Aladdin, which completely changed how animation was done because after that they suddenly started getting these comedians to come in yeah. and play roles. Because yeah. fam- very famously, Robin Williams basically was in the studio mm-hmm. recording his voice and he did hours and hours and hours and hours yeah. of extra stuff that never made the film. Because really? half the stuff Virginia says in Aladdin is just yeah. made up. Like because it, he was because his style of comedy was called improvisation he would just make things up yeah. on the spot and he, he just had that brain that could always come up with different yeah. stuff and to me he's a massive loss um yeah. i don't know if you know what happened with him no i don't this is a man that basically made everybody laugh all the time yeah but was very sad and depressed and he took his um, own life why are you because he just couldn't deal he couldn't cope oh um he's yeah he's definitely a big loss Yes, he is. So we would just like to say that from our podcast that we feel he's a massive loss and I'm quite gr- grateful that our first completely five-star film yes, is Mrs. Alfie. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to add to the, before we go? No. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this one. Um, we are, for the first time today, after this podcast, yeah. going to the cinema to watch a film, yeah. which would be nice. If we got... first, first time since onward which was a pixar film that came out wait what sort of, how long was that ago? not last february february before it yeah. so 18 months 19 yeah. months and um, but also tonight we'll be watching a film from our pot so we're going to live on air okay let's see pick one out okay i got i got one jumanji how weird is that? No, but remember that we might want to pick out another one though, because remember we can never get Jumanji. No, we can get Jumanji. It's really uh, yeah, Jumanji's on the thing. So how weird is that we actually picked out? Yeah. Another Robin Williams film. That Peyton's giving us good luck. Um. So after this, we're watching Jumanji. Now it's gone back in the pot because obviously there are sequels. How many sequels? Two more. And there's that weird door that looks all from. Is that like part of the Jumanji series? No, Dora the Explorer isn't part of the Jumanji <laughs> series. But it's quite good that how weird is that one we pulled up. Yeah. Um so hopefully we'll bring that podcast up soon and you'll keep enjoying. So and we're watching Free Guy. Oh yes, yeah, so we're sitting we're watching Free Guy. So yeah. 
we might, might be doing a review on it. Yeah, we might do. Possibly. Um, we Maybe. will let you know how that was, and yeah. we hope you enjoy the podcast. Um, so if you do like it, keep yeah. following us, keep finding us on Twitter and Instagram. And we're going to Comic-Con. Yes, we are going to Comic-Con, so we'll be meeting lots of famous people. Um, and yeah. hopefully you'll keep listening. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> are so glad you came. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. Remember, please discard all candy wrappers and popcorn containers in the nearest trash receptacle. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye now.